0: Hi Natural Beauties, welcome to Clean Beauty Over Coffee, where we like to discuss all that is natural beauty, wellness, and of course skincare over some delicious coffee. So get your preferred drink ready and let's chat. Before we dive into talking about your skin being your best dress, I want to tell you a little bit about our amazing sponsor, Vilao. Vilao formulates entirely natural and waterless skincare and haircare that is both powerfully effective and clean. Vilao uses real women in their photography and videos because they want to show that real bodies and real skin is absolutely beautiful. Now let's get into it. Hello,
1: good morning. Welcome, and today's topic is titled Your Skin is Your Best Dress.
0: And my dress is a little wrinkled. <laughs> and I have a hormonal acne patch on my chin right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that
1: mean exactly, your skin is your best dress? Well, it means exactly that. It's it's the psychological effects of, the, of whatever skin issues you may have going on and how your emotional state of being... Is reflected in your skin. Now, the connection between mind and skin is something that has come up a lot lately in conversation. Uh, before a few years ago, they weren't really people weren't really connecting the two. You know how your mental state being connects with your skin. You know your your skin is a reflection of how you're feeling inside emotionally and mentally. The psychological impact of skin disease is often underestimated compared to that of other chronic diseases. And um, some of the most psychological problems associated with skin may include, but are not limited to, stress, anxiety, depression, social isolation, shame, low self-esteem, embarrassment, loneliness, and, and just an overall lower quality of life. Now, some studies that have been done in the past show that this is something that affects everyone, men and women alike. So you, you typically think skin and you think it's it's a, a woman's issue. You know, women are more concerned, and it's true. But in today's world, that is changing quite a bit. And we see that a lot where um, now men are being more uh, aware of their skin and, and they're paying more attention to how they treat it, how they care for it. Um, and this study showed that men have a high rate of fungal skin infections and psoriasis more than women which is i think that's amazing it shows how because of sports men their skin reacts differently
0: because men tend to focus less on their skin maybe that leads to them having more skin infections issues. or yeah
1: neglection they they put it off and no, oh it's not important
0: yeah exactly and it could also
1: be yes because it's also seen as you know much ego sometimes yeah. it's like oh i'm supposed to have you know, rough skin and callous and sweat. Hands. <laughs> yeah.
2: Scars are good. They look more manly with scars. <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's changing and, and so it's interesting to see that men and women both it's something that affects both. And uh, in younger adults, ages twenty two to thirty nine, it had a higher they have a higher incidence of acne. And I think that could be related uh, mm-hmm. to just stress, the stress of being in college being not financially stable hormonal changes hormonal changes and in older adults in the same study they found that people at ages 75 and older they have a higher prevalence of bacterial infections and skin cancer
0: yeah you know that makes sense because the skin barrier is weakened with age and obviously a bunch of other external factors but Age causes you to have collagen breakdown and therefore your skin barriers, weaker and more vulnerable to infections and other problems.
1: And not to mention also mental state of being. You have other worries, you know, I'm getting older, Uh, who's going to take care of me, where am I going to be, medication, health complications very
0: true generally at that age you're also already more isolated so you have more time with your thoughts and sometimes that's a bad thing for you so
1: it's important to understand
0: that your
1: emotional well-being
0: is connected
1: to your skin's health and uh in in the other episodes in the previous episodes we mentioned that learn to read your skin today we're talking about, you know, your skin is your best dress. And like Rosie said, if it's wrinkled, <laughs> yeah has yes, to take something wrinkled. It. <laughs> <laughs> so take care of your dress, you know, pay attention to it because it's talking to you. If it's telling you whether, you know, how you're feeling emotionally, mentally, it's a good indicator of other things going on. So
2: let's talk about some of the things that Stresses out. Apparently, there is a misperception that some of these skin problems can be cured with over the counter medications, and people have a high expectation about them working as described on the box of your uh, skincare or treatment that you're gonna do. And if they do not work as described, people tend to stress even more and try to find something else that would work immediately and more and more. And actually, we've seen an increase in skincare expenditure worldwide that's absolutely incredible. In 2020, worldwide beauty and personal care products, people were spending $483 billion in 2021, it was $511 billion. And projections for 2025 are almost $800 billion. Wow. Which is pretty much double from 2020. It's absolutely incredible. Apparently, we all believe in our beautiful dresses <laughs>
1: <laughs> and well, try to keep... Yeah, it, it, it's great that people are paying more attention. And I think maybe part of those numbers are also high because men are becoming more aware. Mm-hmm. That's possible too.
0: Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, I know that a lot of people turn to social media during quarantine and skincare videos were all the hype. And I know that there was big booms in skincare purchasing. So I wonder if now that the world is going back to normal and everyone's seeing each other again, and we have this already concept of skincare being so heightened and highlighted during quarantine, everybody is gonna be working extra hard to keep their skin at its best.
1: I hope it was a good time for people to to create good habits. Because sometimes you get into the routine of you're rushing between work and school and kids and projects and different stuff. And you don't have that routine down of taking care of your skin in the morning or at night because you're in a rush. Well, I think the pandemic might have changed that a little bit because people had more time to be at home, more time to focus.
2: Very true. On
1: skin skin routine.
2: Yeah, there was some sort of an awakening during the quarantine when it comes to self-care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that might have spiked up
1: the the numbers too,
2: but we have to be careful on
1: that. It doesn't become a vicious cycle. You know, a lot of stuff that stresses stresses us out. Like Rosie mentioned, finding the right skincare, it could be stressful, but also other things in life. Like um, I know for myself, well, I have two young kids, so I'm constantly running around with school, being part of their, their school projects, you know, work and home. And, um, and I, I sometimes see, you know, also the season, I see my skin changing and I tend to get maybe more dry patches. And sometimes I think it's it's due to my stress levels that tend to be a little bit high, maybe a little bit of hormonal changes as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I understand perfectly well. (laughs) I am experiencing those. PMS symptoms where now I'm starting to break out again after I was on this beautiful wave of clear skin. And now I'm wearing my little acne patch because it, it just stains my whole face. <laughs> and it's unbelievable how one little pimple, it, whatever affects my whole demeanor. Because now I feel like I'm I'm a little bit more concerned and I feel like everyone's hyper fixated on my, my zit and really nobody else cares. It's just, it's really a mental thing for yourself.
2: Yeah, I, I know I personally have this problem where when I wake up, oftentimes I have another eye bag that bothers me so much that whenever I wake up and I see that in the mirror, I have to go through a whole routine that I have developed with my Vila products that I love. I have three different layers of products that I massage it onto my face and then it gives me my self-esteem back. I don't want to get out of my bathroom before I have done that. Mm-hmm. It seriously affects your self-esteem.
1: It's amazing. Yeah. How, and just taking time for yourself to do that routine can uplift you
0: absolutely yeah Mm -hmm. you know i have another issue where i like to attack my own skin i whenever i feel a, a bump in my skin even even if you can't see anything and this is usually when i'm stressed actually for whatever reason it may be i like to pick at my skin and then i make problems for myself and then i create all these discoloration spots or I'll create like little tiny scabs and it's just a vicious cycle like you're saying because then'm I'm, I'm insecure which stresses me out and then I'll want to wear my mask so covid the quarantining and everyone wearing masks was like the best thing to ever happen to me because that gave me kind of the free reign to <laughs> attack my skin and then cover it up with a mask <laughs> which was awful but now now that masks are becoming less popular, I have to face my consequences with my scarring. And and you know, like you were saying, where you start picking at your skin, then that becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. You start creating that
1: bad habit. And again, it's related to stress and a lot of times you don't think about it. So you'll start picking at it and you're you're worsening the inflammation in your skin and ultimately increasing the risk of scarring and dispigmentation. And infection. And infection. So what happens underneath our skin when we're feeling stressed? Well, two systems are activated. One is our sympathetic nervous system, and the other is the hypothalamus pituitary adrenaline. Now, to which both of these our skin cells respond to. When this happens, there is a whole host of uh, growth factors and stimulants and hormones like cortisol and adrenaline that are secreted, all of which to our skin cells respond to. So molecules like the cortisol are higher and they can cause inflammation, which causes, our, um, causes like our breakdown of collagen, which in turn causes wrinkles, and they cause pimples, and they flare up an eczema, psoriasis, and they damage our skin barrier. And like Marie was saying, you know, that it stresses us out, so then we react to it by picking at it or messing with it, trying to make it better, which in turn, we're just stressing ourselves even more, and it becomes a vicious cycle that Marie mentioned earlier. So that's something that is kind of, it's dangerous, because we have to pay attention to it, how we're kind of, doing it to ourselves.
0: Yeah, so whenever the stress breaks down the skin barrier or weakens it and you get all these flare-ups, even if it's eczema, psoriasis, acne, whatever it may be, you usually tend to self-isolate because you're also avoiding judgment.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, most definitely. One of the those skin issues in which um, they did a study in 2014, the National Rosacea Society uh, did a survey on some patients, and rosacea obviously is a skin condition where it causes redness in the face, and 90% of the respondents reported lower self-esteem and self-confidence, 54% reported anxiety and helplessness, and 43% reported depression. Again, it says a lot about our best dress, our skin. You know, it really drives our lives in in everything we do. Mm And um, we're more susceptible to, you know, are we going to go out? and hang out with our friends, or do we want to wear certain clothes, but yet we don't feel confident enough because, you know, I can't wear that strappy dress, my skin's not the best, or
2: my arms are flabby. And in today's society, we are driven by the images that we are bombarded with on social media, and no one posts a picture with their pimple on their forehead. It's all perfection. You have the beautiful models that are 100% retouched. but oh, yeah. severely so airbrushed everything is retouched so we just tend to look at that and go oof i can't show my face i mean everyone looks so perfect i can't be out there with other humans looking like this yes no no and we we do that to ourselves a lot we kind of
1: beat ourselves up emotionally and mentally where we don't we compare ourselves and we think that we are being judged you know especially nowadays the social media era everyone wants to put up a, a Selfie. So I know that the filter apps are probably making a ton because, (laughs) you know, everybody's using them. Um, That's one tool that's out there, you know, but but that doesn't help with it helps with the selfie, but it doesn't help with your mental state of being,
0: which is really what you need to be taking care of. It's kind of crazy how much let's say in my case, a pimple can change the whole trajectory of my day heck my couple of days because then yes. i have to plan around this one minor inconvenience for the sake of my mental well-being
1: yes most definitely and and you know you're, you're saying a pimple now can you imagine people that are dealing with more serious everyday skin conditions like eczema mm. you know uh eczema in little girls uh, little boys you know where they're their self-esteem is so fragile because it's still being shaped. Mm -hmm. Or, um, well, rosacea is like what we mentioned before, you know, skin conditions that won't go away, that they're not temporary and how they're linked to your mental state, you
2: know, your emotional
0: state of being. Especially if you grow up with it.
2: Yeah, I'm just thinking from my point of view, I will only have more wrinkles from now on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So
1: it's pretty tragic to think about it. (laughs)
2: And, and again, you know,
1: it's, it's stuff that's going on in your body, you know, uh, at our age, you know, I'm 45, so I'm definitely seeing some changes with my hormones and it's definitely showing through my skin. Uh, I deal with hyperpigmentation on my face. I mean, I saw it, I knew it's there, but it's totally different when your child comes up and says, mama, why do you have a mustache? And things <laughs> <laughs> are like- brutal. Kids are brutally honest, but you know, it, and that takes a shot at your your self confidence, your self esteem. And now, I'm paying attention to how much makeup I put on, and how can I cover it up, or how can I make it better? You know, what treatments can I do? How you know, what can I eat to improve? What is my skin lacking? Sometimes it's things that we can do to fix or repair the issue. Sometimes it's just age like you're saying, and it's just time taking its course, and now we have to maybe
2: change our skincare, maybe change what we eat, change of lifestyle. Well, with certain things, we can definitely slow them down. For instance, wrinkles, we can do natural treatments. We can slow their appearance down, reduce their appearance. With other things like hyperpigmentation, there are different protocols that you would have to implement. They involve a lot of nutrition, hormonal balancing. Mm-hmm. Stuff. SPF, uh, just being more conscious of little things
1: like, okay, what time of day is best for me to go out jogging? Yes. You
0: know, True. Send your day. kids to boarding school.
1: Yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> no, will teach
2: them. Yeah. To take <laughs> them <on.
1: laughs> so, so, you know, different things affect us at different stages of our life you know and and it's just like the study shows men are dealing with different skin issues than we are and whether they talk about it or not but they're dealing with it you know the younger generations are dealing with different stress issues that you know causes them to be stressing over everything in college life tests exams you know what am i going to do after i graduate getting a job later on in life for me anyways it's just keeping up with the rhythm of
2: everything (laughs) yes today's society everything goes so fast we don't have time to blink and you go to school you go to college you start working you get a family you take care of those kids while working three jobs (laughs) and and a lot of times what happens is if we don't take care of our
1: emotional well-being and it reflects in our skin and then that becomes a stress in itself and then we um, don't take care of it and it becomes a chronic issue, then that leads to low
0: therapy or seeking psychological help used to have a lot of stigma attached to it but now nowadays it's a lot more normalized and i know that younger people suffer from generalized anxiety disorders so that's when you're just in a constant state of stress and that just completely destroys your body and your immune system Mm -hmm. and the immune system on your skin even the skin barrier all of it so on the bright side i can see it turning up In that sense for people who have these problems and it's more okay to seek help for it especially if it affects your day-to-day functioning and speaking of men having a higher incidence now of these skin related problems that could also be coming from them being more comfortable with speaking out about their mental health Mm -hmm. and how their mental health was affected by their skin or if it affects their skin even I
1: think skincare or beauty products are playing a huge role in that because they are bringing out more uh, men into their marketing, into the way they promote. Uh, you see more men, even mm-hmm. in social media, you there see more men
2: talking about their skin care.
1: There are routine. also
2: more lines that are specifically targeting men. Exactly. Lines, Skin lines for men yes. or unisex. You know, talking about low self-esteem and, and some of the skin issues that
1: we may have and how they affect us on our everyday life and for some people throughout their lives. I have a friend who was born with a birthmark on her face, uh, like a port wine birthmark on her, and it was directly on her face, and she's had to grow up with her birthmark, and not everyone, and that's another thing to keep in mind, to be cautious and to be just aware of how we talk to other people about their skin, not just us being self, you know, self-conscious about our skin, but also being aware of other people being conscious of their skin and how we address it. Because she went through her childhood and her adult life with people making comments about it, not really understanding what it was. And that really took a shot in her self-esteem. We used to work together. And I remember one time, the lady, I think, thought she was being sympathetic, but she really wasn't because she came up and she said, "Um, "Ooh," she said, "You, you really should put a stake on that because it looked like a bruise. You know what I mean? So sometimes we have to be you a little know, mindful, cautious, be, be mindful, yeah, yeah of how, do we, how we approach other people about their appearance and their skin. That, I think that's also important. I mean, that's how everyone can help a little bit and not make it worse.
0: Even if it's within the family, I understand families are very close, but it's, it's important to consider the feelings of younger people or children in the family, even if you mean well and you just point out whatever skin anomaly they have, whether it be a breakout or a flare-up. Some people find it amusing, you know, they like to poke fun at each other, but long-term considerations, it might affect them psychologically while they're growing up.
1: Exactly. It, and again, it brings it back to the chronic condition leads to low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And then low self-esteem may lead to bad habits in the sense of we try to find other ways to make ourselves feel better and sometimes it may not be the best way.
0: Your skin plays a big role in basically the ego formation. So this is actually a theory presented by Didier Anzieu in 1974 so far back in France and according to the skin ego theory our skin is part of our identity still it not only affects our appearance but it also affects our feelings of internal self-confidence so our skin relates to our psyche in many ways and how we take care of our skin comes into play here now depending on how someone feels about his or her body especially the skin it can impact how that person relates their experiences and how they interact with relationships with us others. Fascinating.
2: Most definitely.
1: I I totally agree with that. And it reminds me of the person for whom Silk Love, the hand lotion, was made. young teenager, 12 years old, had been battling with the skin issues in her fingertips where her skin dried up so badly it would crack and bleed. And it was extremely painful for her. She was very self-conscious about it. And again, being at that age where you're starting your teenage phase, you know, you're self-conscious as it is. And um, she tried everything. She had seen doctors and everything and even had steroids prescribed. And she had a hard time just doing normal teenage, 12-year-old things, you know, like getting your nails done playing in sports at school because her fingers were constantly in pain. That had a huge impact on her regular teenage life. Silk glove was made for her and it helped her tremendously. And one of her, the things that she was worried about, I remember, is fingerprints, where she was worried that she wasn't going to have fingerprints. And you're thinking, wow, like, you don't realize all the things that, you know, you're worried about and you're stressing about at that age on something so just the dryness in her skin and that would cause all all those problems, all those issues. And so Silk Glove was made for her. It helped her skin immensely. And nowadays she is able to play sports, volleyball of all sports. Wow. Hands, contact, you know, sport. And she is a totally different person emotionally. You know, now she feels like she's part of the team, part of doing normal
0: teenage stuff. One of those things you take for granted, fingerprints that can change so much.
1: Yes, exactly. Because she was thinking, what's going to happen? Will I be able to get a license? (laughs) You know, (laughs) at 12 years old, you're thinking ahead.
0: Will I be able to drive a car when I go to high school? Those are important things for a teenager. Yeah. And spoiler yeah. alert, she now has fingerprints. She now has
2: fingerprints. <laughs> Not to mention, like you were saying, about kids, they're brutal. And I can't even imagine what she was dealing with when it comes to going to school and kids seeing her hands like that. She would. She kept them wrapped up in Band-Aids. Oh, well, wow. Her mom See? said she, she just she never take them
1: off. One, it was painful oh. to touch anything because her skin was so cracked. And two, being a, a, a young girl, you know, girls at that age, it's all about getting the nails done and, and your hands are such a public part of your body.
2: I speak with my hands.
1: Yeah, I, I do know. too. I'm laughing, so I definitely speak with my hands. <laughs> so so it, it takes a toll on you. It can definitely take a toll and it could definitely affect your life in more ways than everyone realizes. And I think it's great that Doctors, dermatologists, psychologists are kind of are catching on to the importance of the mind and the skin and how they're connected and how one affects the other. You know, your, your, your emotional well-being, your mental well-being affects your skin and vice versa. It, yeah, it's a holistic approach. Yes. They actually have a term for that, psychodermatology is the treatment of skin disorders using psychological and psychiatric
2: techniques to address
1: the interaction between the mind and the skin.
2: I had never heard of this until you mentioned it. It's, you know, it's funny because they say that
1: it's really well known now in Europe more than it is here in the U.S., but it's catching on. and, And dermatologists and psychologists are realizing that there is a huge connection between the two. And as people I mean I think it's important that we understand that so to all of you doctors listening to our show (laughs) there's a niche (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's important because you know a lot of times we try to target our skin issues with ointments or or with medication or we try to tackle it with what we eat and all those are important you need to follow up with all those but then also be conscious that you know, it could also be your emotional well-being. You know, your mental state of being. You know, are you stressed? Are you overwhelmed? Do you have anxiety? All those things are triggers.
2: Yeah, definitely, there is a, a chronic stress, stress epidemic yeah. worldwide. Yes. So that's definitely one. Especially in happened. the last
1: couple of years, when our entire lives were flipped upside down, we yeah. had to figure out how to do things so
2: differently. Yeah, when yeah. the world decided to shut down. <laughs> <laughs> the world decided to shut down, I was like, how do we function now? Exactly. That, yeah. that was a big shock for everyone. That yeah. triggered
1: definitely a lot of stuff. I think that triggered a lot of anxiety on different people for different reasons. Some people do it's... well staying at home for a long periods of time. Some people just cabin fever yeah. hits in, you know, and I'm pretty sure skin issues were Off one the of the things that came up yeah off the roof during that time
0: so some good tips to help ease your psychological state keep your mind healthy which in turn keeps your skin healthy include don't neglect your skin take care of it even if you're tired or stressed take that extra five minutes to wash your makeup off before you go to bed you will be grateful you did in the morning Get some regular exercise. It's good for your skin and for the rest of your body. It's good to clear your mind as well. Take time for yourself. Do something you enjoy, even if you only have 10 minutes. If it's something as simple as taking a bath or reading your favorite book. Or listening to your favorite Spotify podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best one. Do that one. (laughs) Take a walk around the block if you don't want to do anything rigorous. You can practice different stress management techniques like breathing exercises, yoga, meditation, or even some guided visual imagery. Make sure you're sleeping seven to eight hours a night. It's good for your body to unwind and to regenerate your
1: cells. I mean, that's when everything happens. Reboot. Yeah, yes. reboot there you go
0: and remember that it's okay to say no you can set your limits and boundaries to lower your stress that is very important we're becoming people pleasers I'm guilty of this but it's important to say no for the sake of my mental health And then finally, if you are having problems or stresses, please talk to somebody. Seek support from a friend or even a professional if you need to.
1: Yes, it's it's important to have each other's backs and be there for someone else and also have someone that you can go to and talk to. You know, on that note, we suggest that for this week, you know, plan a girls night in. Invite a couple of girlfriends, get in your comfy pajamas, exchange good skincare recipes, try some new ones, and just... Get a bottle of your favorite beverage (laughs) and just relax and enjoy your time with each other and unwind. I think companionship, friendship uh, is the best
0: remedy sometimes. It's simple, but it works wonders. I couldn't agree more. And with that said, thank you all so much for tuning in to our podcast, Clean Beauty Over Coffee. And please be sure to follow us on Instagram. Our tag is Vilao underscore nature. And then our Facebook page is Vilao nature.